Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, hello there once again, my friend. This is Drummer Daily. My name is Daniel Hathaway, aka The Drum Coach, and we are here to talk all about drumming, specifically trying to be a professional drummer and whatever that means to you. And you know, actually, I haven't talked about that in a while, so maybe I'll do an episode soon about uh, what do I mean by professional drummer. Um, It's probably not exactly what um, you may think it is, so that'll be a fun conversation to have. Uh, but anyway, uh, today is another hot summer day as I'm recording this uh, here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's like, I think the heat index today is like 102 or something. Um, which, by the way, I have a really bad habit. I realized uh, th- these last two days have been like the hottest days of the year so far. I've recently taken up running, like jogging um, as some exercise, which is funny because I never thought I would do that. Um and, and I actually thought I hated it. Don't hate it so much. Don't worry. I'm not going to talk all, I'm not going to go on and on about it. I'm not going to be one of those guys that posts, uh, maps and times to Instagram or whatever. Uh, but anyway, I've somehow decided that I need to start running and I need to start trying this out at the hottest time of the year. Not only that, but it seems like the, the time that I decide to take each day to run is, the hottest part of the day. It's like two or three in the afternoon when I do it. And that's certainly, um, certainly extremely hot right now. So that's what's going on here. Um, but today I want to talk about something. I want to jump in a time machine and go back a little bit for me, at least, uh, to when I was in high school and was the drummer for our uh, high school show choir. And I will say that was one of the most fun things I ever did. Um, that was probably some of the best experience I ever had as what, it, uh, as far as what it would be like to be a responsible professional acting, at least uh, drummer um, being put in a situation where I was playing songs that were at least songs you'd heard on the radio, things like that. So I got to play songs that weren't like uh, weird marching band or orchestra songs or even jazz band songs. Cause those weren't really like, you know, the kind of stuff that, most professional drummers play. I know there are professional jazz drummers, not saying that, but, um, but I want to talk about something that actually is coming really handy for me, uh, a lot. And this is even something that I use a lot now. Um, and it's funny because, uh, I don't remember exactly what it was that, that made me remember this. I'm not sure if I've ever talked about this on the podcast. Um, but this will definitely come in handy for, uh, definitely if you're a, if you're a drummer that plays in church, um, this will come in handy for you um, in many of your situations. Um, and this also will come in handy for any of you 
who play in smaller venues ever, and especially if you would, if you're right now being forced to play behind the drum shield, one of those clear cages, and maybe you don't want to, um, and you like to come out from behind that, or if you're in a smaller venue and you're not behind one of those, and you get complaints all the time about um, how loud you play. So basically, th- there's an interesting thing about show choir, um, and it, it it enabled me to have a, a develop a certain skill. And I'm not sure if this is true now anymore. Um, if you've ever seen the movie Pitch Perfect, it's not like that at all, um, which I actually think that movie's hilarious, by the way. Um, but um, in show choir, there was that the rule with... Um, the, the rules, with at least in the place, the, the region that I was in, the area that I was in, when we go to competitions and things, the rule was uh, to make it fair to all the different show choirs competing, you couldn't use, um, you couldn't use microphones or um, any kind of amplification other than what was coming off the stage for anything other than like if, if a if individual person was singing a solo, um, I think they had a microphone for that person. So for example, the entire choir, they weren't, there were no microphones on the choir. There were microphones for them because they would record your performances. Um, and sometimes in bigger venues, they would put a little bit of it out like in the speakers. And then the same thing for the band though, they wouldn't do, this, this was not like a situation like you think of like in a normal modern kind of gig where like you might have at least a kick drum mic and maybe an overhead and then maybe more individual drum mics and you have the guitars mic'd and all that stuff. Um, they would either have no mics on the band at all or they would um, they would put like a stereo pair of microphones kind of just in one spot in front of the band. And that was like the band microphones. Um, And so what that meant was it was 100% up to us as the band and then the show choir themselves to balance our volume for the audience out in front that was listening. And so that meant within the band itself, I as a drummer had to know how loud I could play to not be louder than like the bass player and the guitar player who just had guitar amps coming off stage. Um, and then I also had to, us as a band total had to be aware of not being so loud either individually or as a group so that people couldn't hear the the voices of the people on stage singing because they 99% of the time weren't amplified at all. So, it was a really unique challenge, but at the same time, um, we learned that as a band, if and as a drummer, I learned this too, is if, if we played quietly the same volume the whole time, it would be almost, uh, sonically, it would be too boring. You know, you want loud parts and quiet parts. You don't want it to all be one volume, any volume. You don't want to blast people with something super loud. And you don't want to be quiet all the time um, because it sounds like elevator music or something. So what we would do, and we learned all the best backing bands, show choir bands would do, was um, we would play really quiet. I mean, extremely quiet while people were singing. And the second they stopped singing, even sometimes like in the middle of a verse, if there was a little break of like a couple of couple of beats, 
we'd get really loud and then we would get quiet again when they started singing. And so you'd have this natural kind of up and down volume that would that we would fill in the gaps. So when the, when when the singers were singing, they'd be really loud, but then when they stopped, the band would get really loud and it kind of kept people interested. And it's funny because if you listened to what we were doing knowing that's what we were doing, it sounded so extreme the difference in volume levels we would play when someone was singing versus when we didn't we'd get so loud sometimes when people weren't singing versus when they were and it was very funny but it almost kind of sounded like um if you look into audio at all like a compressor that's like side chained so a compressor is something that without getting too geeky it's kind of like a a natural or an automatic volume control it kind of squashes the volume down if it gets over a certain level if a, if a if a kick drum gets too loud, it squashes it down to make sure it never goes over a certain volume level, but only if it gets over that level to begin with. Well, side chaining a compressor is instead of listening to the drum that you're that you're compressing, you listen to something else, and that something else is telling you when to uh, compress the drum. So in this situation, our 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 band had our own uh, imaginary compressor that was side chained to the uh, the vocalist, and whenever they were singing, the band got squashed down. But when they stopped singing, the band got really loud. Well, that kind of thing can actually be really useful, and it has been useful for me, uh, especially because uh, the last church I played at, we were in a moderately sized room, but it was it was a kind of a warehouse type room with no sound treatment, and we had a not a extremely powerful um sound system and the drums actually were set on the floor um so uh, instead of on a stage and so if i played too loud um especially while people were singing the people in the front row would only hear drums because they were sitting right in front of the drums um so um I learned how to go up and down in my volume when people were or were not singing. This actually has come in handy a lot of times in clubs, unless you're like a, like a loud like death metal band who just blast everything loud all the time. Um, man, if you can learn as a drummer to control your volume, and not all the time, even just when you when you know when you are aware that, for example, I'm the drummer on stage, but there's somebody else who's singing. And let's be honest, guys and girls, if you're listening. Um, that the drummer is not supposed to be the main focus in a band situation most of the time or when there are singers um, on stage, especially a singer of any kind. The singer is supposed to be the center of attention. So you got to learn to dial back the volume when they're singing at least because not only will everyone think that everything sounds better, the audience, but man, if you can get that singer, that artist to feel like you're not stepping all over them and they and that they can be heard. You can stroke their ego just a little bit, man. They're going to call you back every time because you make them sound good. So start thinking about that now. You can practice this at home. You could literally practice this if you put some headphones on and listen to music and play along as a drummer. You can play along with any song and when the singer starts singing or there's a solo or whatever that you know kind of what the main kind of focus of the music is in that moment dial your volume back and then get louder when uh when when they're taking a break or whatever you can practice this um and then also you can know in certain situations when it doesn't matter so much if you're in a big arena and everything you got this massive i don't know 100,000 watt sound system or whatever it is that's probably like way too much i don't know about that stuff but anyway um 
you got some massive sound system pushing everything and you got a sound engineer who's you know literally controlling the mix in real time and pushing that vocalist up when they're louder and bringing your drums down quiet when when they're singing uh, you don't have to worry about it as much. So you can, once you learn how to do it, you can also learn when you don't have to do it. Um, so that's my tip for you today. Hopefully that helps you out. Uh, be aware of what the focus is of music. And then not only will everything sound better, you'll sound better, but also you'll make other musicians just love playing with you because they find out that you are sensitive to what really matters in the music. All right, thanks for joining me today, my friend. We will talk again soon. Bye for now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.